Do you know that feeling when everyone is talking about a movie that you haven't seen? Have you ever felt compelled to make some vague comments just so you can join in the conversation? Well, what if you were in too deep? Do you think you could convince everyone that you'd seen it? Or do you think your version would be so much better that no one would care? Here at Faking Movies, we're always the ones who haven't seen the movie. Anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than you. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Faking Movies. Uh, this is episode 193, did mm-hmm. you say? I'm sorry, I'm so distracted because I just found out that Zach has never seen fucking Teen Wolf. I'm pretty upset about this as well. Is it is it Mike Michael J. Fox? Is he yes? It's Mike. Is it Michael J. Fox? Yes, it's Michael J. Fox. Okay, I know there's there's some basketball that gets played. Dude, there's a there's Uh, a character named Boof. I make Boof jokes all the time. Styles wears the dopest shirts. Yeah, man. There's a TV show now. Is that good? That can't. Uh, I've. I actually heard pretty okay things about it, and it is technically based on the movie, but it is in no way like the movie. I think it's in the okay. Archieverse, isn't it? It sure looks like it. Uh, yeah, they didn't show up on Riverdale. I'll tell you that. Mm. Of that, I am sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you... the or not not the chilling, but chilling adventures of Sabrina with no article is oh. in the yep. Archieverse. Oh yeah, I watched yeah. half of a season of that. I, some musical crossover app or it something. It bothers right? me yeah. very much that there isn't an article. It's not the Chilling Adventures. It's just Chilling Adventures. See, now I thought you were going to say it's like Chilling Adventures of the Sabrina or a Sabrina, <laughs> which would also be weird. Oh, well, you know, I, yeah, I did read like that some, some Scalia bullshit. One of the <laughs> one of the one of the last few episodes of the show was a alternate universe where she did cross over with other sabrina universes so she is a sabrina in that case yeah oh so is sabrina a title like the doctor no it's just they're they live in a multiverse zach like we do oh yeah oh yeah there's a version of this multiverse where you've seen teen wolf and i'm not fucking mad at you right (laughs) yeah but we're in let's go to that one i like see we're in the coronaverse and that's why everything is so Um, shitty the upside down yeah yeah and there, the most shitty version. Thing. Yeah, is there a version where there's no coronavirus? I yeah. mean, presumably. Yeah, no, I mean there in... are theoretically infinite versions where there's no yeah. coronavirus. And yeah. in almost it's every version though. except this one, Zach has already seen Teen Wolf, and it's a better place. <laughs> so this is a very rare one, is what you're saying. Mm. That's yeah, yeah. And wait, did I cause Corona for not seeing Teen Wolf? Is there something? Mm. Listen, Shit. correlation, causation. Uh, from what I hear, they're the same thing. Yeah. So that's, probably, that's, as the saying goes. Yeah. <laughs> so um, um, yeah. Okay. By the way, we have a guest this week. It's our dear friend Austin. Austin, I think this is the first time you've been back on since like we were in double digits for episodes. Oh so. shit! Is that true? Damn! Wow! Oh I know it's been a while. Do you remember what your last movie was? Because I don't. I was trying to think if it was Pretty in Pink or Sixteen Candles. I it, know was it was Sixteen Candles. Sixteen. Yeah. Uh, yep. 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 I remember you made a vampire movie, I think. That sounds familiar. That yeah. sounds about right. It's, it's really weird that, uh, oh, by the way, everybody, check out our Twitter at Faking Movies because Marielle works very hard mm-hmm. and we do not. Um, yeah. But uh, <laughs> Austin, I remember uh, it's weird to me that you've only been on the show twice considering you are 
probably one of the few people I've seen in person in the last year. Um, oh yeah. Well, yeah. you know, you you've spared me for uh, in person times. You know, I you, try you wanna... not to. I try not to ask my friends to come on because yeah. I just it feels like an imposition. You're, wow. you're saving me up for the important times. I know. Yeah. Like well, pretty movie. soon, pretty soon you're gonna be. You got. You got. Congratulations! You got a new job. Pretty soon you're gonna be uh, moving out of here, and I'll need to use you more on the show because <laughs> yeah. you won't be here to get mad at me in person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's gonna be a real uh, Billy Joel situation. Yeah. I mean, I think the answer is we have to we have to drink and watch movies before that happens. But you know, oh, yeah. afterwards. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. We've done a lot of that. We have to watch so much Star Trek, and we haven't. We came to a compromise, Seth. You I, know this. I, I know we did, but... <laughs> it's not so much a compromise as it is a complete abandonment of the Star Trek idea. <laughs> no. We, just, we kept saying how much time we had, and then all of a sudden it was episode 193. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, we do... I watched, I do... The, uh, I watched the third new one recently, uh, hmm. which I, I had seen in theaters and just like could remember nothing of, and now I can't remember anything about it either. <laughs> Yeah, is that one uh, Beyond they... Star Trek Beyond? Yeah, it's the one where there's like a crashed old ship that they fly out. Which yeah. that part, that part's kind of sweet. I like Rex, so that was kind of awesome. But besides oh. that, oh, it's a it's a real Sahara. Oh, Ooh. or a Theodore. No, wait, is Sahara the one I'm thinking of? Yeah, yeah Theodore Rex. Pirate ship? Really? Theodore yeah, yeah. There was a Theodore Rex <laughs> reference, by the way. <laughs> oh, that's the one with Whoopi Goldberg, right? Oh, the film version, yeah. But I read th- I read the novel first. <laughs> oh really? Was it a novel or a novelization? I don't think no, you it, get was, to be it was. It was a novel first. Novel. I believe it was a trilogy, and uh, it was on my mom's bookshelf. And I remember reading it because it had a dinosaur. Your so, mom? Wait, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Your mom read a novel about a alternate version of our future in which uh-huh. anthropomorphic dinosaurs yeah. coexist with humans and are on the police force. Yeah, my mom's really cool. <laughs> Yeah, I was just gonna say, <laughs> fucking rad mom. Yeah. <laughs> she reads a lot. She she reads like two or three. Apparently books enough a week. to reach yeah. the mm-hmm. Theodore Rex trilogy. God, yeah. yeah. You go into the boneyard for that one. That's for sure. Yeah, no, I mean, she, literally. She she she, she <laughs> oh. reads a lot. Uh, hmm. So, yeah, strange. Anyway, well, and, and and just to derail us more than you know, because that's what we do. Um, yeah. Seth has a very big announcement to make this week. Seth, tell Zach what you watched last week. Oh, Barry Lyndon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I watched the, all, the only one left standing. All three hours. And you know what? It kind of is the perfect movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, no, it's, I refuse to believe this. It's, I fucking told you. It's, I, it's I will a, not drink the Kool-Aid. It's a picaresque, except... He just turns into an asshole halfway through, so it's a dicker-esque. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, okay, now now you're selling me, but yeah, uh... mm-hmm. I mean the second the second half was not, I think, as fun as the first half, but it was still like engrossing. The first half is more fun. Okay. The second half is more, um... yeah, engrossing. I yeah, mean, yeah, I yeah. It it, it, like... it it reminds me of some like Dostoevsky stuff where you have like. Um, um, what is it notes from the underground where it's like you know the character is a bad person and i mean this isn't even a spoiler but you know that like he's a bad person he knows that he's bad but he he still is like 
trudging through life. It's, it, it ended up being very, very Dostoevskian. Like, I don't think you're describing Underground Man. He sounds very underground. Exactly. Both... It's like that, except he's more rich and less uh, moth-eaten, shall we say. Mm. <laughs> Wait, is Notes from the Underground more Supernatural-themed than I thought? No. 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 Um, he's, he's just, he's just Sam and from Sam. the beginning. Like, yeah, he's, he's, he's just a he's a weird incel from the beginning. Got <laughs> um, it. So Sam and Dean Winchester are not in Notes from the Underground by Dostoevsky. Oh my. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow that that took like a full minute to come around. You were wow. waiting for that one. <laughs> Good shit. <laughs> cool. Cool. Um, right. All right. How do we get out of this spiral? I don't know, but do you guys think this hat makes me look like Parappa the Rapper? <laughs> um, uh, more of a Macklemore thing, I think. For oh. yeah. for the listener at home, Lee just put on a bright yellow beanie, and are, his hair is the perfect comic. length yeah. to be Parappa the Rapper. And Fucking I'm gonna take a screenshot over. right now. <laughs> Wow, like with that, a, with the like hair peeking out, uh, peanuts character. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say Brandon Boyd, the lead singer of Incubus. Yep. But, okay. Uh, oh, yeah. You got I that, that deep V going too. That's really well. Funny. Okay, so in in honor of Austin's comment about an adult member of the Peanuts gang, I'm going to talk like this for the rest of the episode. All right, so I'm going to remove Lee from the chat, um, and we can just do this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He already did the intro. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's all we need him for. (laughs) Jesus. Oh, no, that Uh, was mean. We love you, uh, Lee. Of course, yeah. Uh, Austin, Uh you're you're doing a thing, huh? Jesus Christ, I'm doing a thing, yeah. Yeah, You test me so hard. Uh, So it turns out I love submarine movies, so uh, I imagine Lee's been saving (laughs) it. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. Yes, he he did mention that you are a, a big fan of the sub movie. Yes, yeah. I know how awful they are, uh, which is why I like uh, them. So yeah, no, there's some definitely enjoyable ones in there, Should... whether or not they're good, quote unquote. Yeah. Wait, are we going to bring up Das Boot again? You bring up that movie too. The famous much. one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I I love talking about Das Boot. Would that be the seven-hour right. version or the three-hour version? Uh, the, 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 the longer version, of course, because it was on two VHSs. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was Das Boot and Gettysburg on two VHSs. Oh, right, right next to, uh, Ken Burns Jazz. And Dr. Zhivago. Oh, and Dr. Zhivago, yes. It's a long one, yeah. There is definitely a Dr. Zhivago reference in my, uh, in my piece. Ooh. Yes, right. yes, yes, cool. yes, yes. Is it Laura's theme? Uh, it is Laura's theme, actually. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, I did it. I ruined it, guys. <laughs> of course it is. Yeah, of course you did. You know, um, he didn't even start his fucking movie yet. <laughs> uh, Regina Spector has a really good song that uh, recites a bunch of the poetry from that. Uh, Fevral is the mm. name of the poet. Fevral dastachnili plachat. Is it's a wonderful poem. And it's a really good song. I just can't remember what the name of the song is. Après moi. It's Après okay. moi off of Begin to Hope, as I recall. Anyway, Austin, why don't you tell us about your movie? <laughs> that's uh, that's yeah. actually French for um, Après me. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Lee. Again. I'm just going <sighs> to excise you from the chat. And you just... 
That's fine. I'll just make noises on my recording while you guys do the episode, and I'll send you the file, and you know, just plug them in. That's pretty much what this amounts to most weeks, I think. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Please tell us about your submarine movie. All right. So y'all told me uh, I'm doing down periscope, and mm-hmm. then you guys told me that uh, you got Kelsey Grammer, yeah. Lauren Holly, uh, William H Macy, and Rip Torn. And I've added uh, three others. Oh, uh, shit. So. Wait, all right. I, I really, so we left out a lot of people because the it's just an unwieldy cast. It's There's enormous. so many I, people. I am so, so hoping that you somehow nailed people <laughs> that are actually in the movie because it is Fun. eclectic. Yeah. Mm. I definitely did not because I pulled from, uh, I pulled from. Uh, some other things so. i don't know dude you well, well let's let's see let's see nah yeah. no no way uh, okay. anyway, so so kelsey Grammer is uh, he's captain bill clancy uh <laughs> lauren holly is executive officer nina plummet uh william h macy is chief engineer harold fetzig Seth, that one was for you i figure you know what that means mm-hmm. yeah uh Rip Torn is uh, Admiral Oscar Ninkovitz. He's the leader of a breakaway Soviet Union task force. Uh, and you've got Viggo Mortensen as first officer Ivan Ivanovich. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Uh, he does Samuel have the L best Russian Admiral... accent. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> he does. He does. Uh, I said Samuel L. is Admiral Steer. Uh, and Roy Schneider is Captain Nathan Bridger. Ooh. Um, I don't know Ooh. how this deep is some of a great... cut you guys are going to follow on that one, but when I was a kid, I knew who Captain Nathan Bridger was, so he's showing hmm. up. Okay. I do not. Um... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why Why didn't you go with Rob Schneider? <laughs> uh, you know, I, I was just not feeling the Rob Schneider in the middle of this movie. I, I, you know, I'm looking for a serious movie that fails into comedy rather than a comedy that fails into serious movie. So, I, I <laughs> oh, so you're like boy. Mm-hmm. Well... <laughs> If only you cast this movie in real life. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Take us away. All right, so we've got a... uh, This super serious nuclear war movie begins with a shot of whales out in the ocean. (gasps) They're doing ambiguous things. Ten, ten, ten. It's It's uh, a whale movie. It's kind of like a Bond sexy lady opener, only it's it's with whales and it's a Hans Zimmer uh, soundtrack. Mm. Oh, yeah, Hans Zimmer checks out. Are yeah. the whales yeah. sexy? They might be, but we don't. Are they know covered yet. in oil? They are. They're like <laughs> oh. they're filmy, but we don't know what mm. with. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't so like we... filmy as an adjective for anything. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Generally, not a great one. No. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we. We go to the surface of the ocean. Uh, we got lots of patriotic horns and bugles, the occasional lightning bolt. This is the opening credits. And then our camera's going to sweep in. We got a helicopter shore. We're going to go from, from the ocean onto shore, and we're going to end up at the local watering hole, which is the wreck in uh, Norfolk, Virginia. Ew. Sure. Inside, uh, we have a happy, rowdy crew on leave. Uh, We've got loud music going on. There's a bar fight between Captain Clancy and Fetzig. They are arguing over Exo Plummet because they're both in love with her. Uh, Mm -hmm. She doesn't give a shit about either of them, just ignores both of them. Uh, And this bar fight sort of goes on for a minute, and then it's interrupted by the arrival of Admiral Steer, who orders a drink. This is Samuel L. 
uh, and then gives a briefing to Clancy. Uh, so he uh, interrupts the bar and he says, you know, there's a new, there's a super new Russian submarine that's uh, out in the ocean. It's got a super secret propulsion system and has evaded our best submarine hunter killers. Uh, mm -hmm. Admiral Torn is leading a breakaway effort from the Soviet Union. He might be trying to launch a preemptive attack, so we've got to send you guys out there to get it. Uh, Clancy is captain of the Minnesota, and Exo Plummet is uh, currently ex executive officer, but used to be a sonar operator and has the best ears in the Navy. Mm -hmm. And so they need her to go uh, detect this thing. Oh, it is blowing me away. I can't figure out if it's just that you're getting so much of this movie right, <laughs> mm -hmm. or if submarine movies are all the same. I can't it's, tell which is more likely. It's, I, it's I mostly it's that. Too. Yeah, I was going I through the other ones in my head, and I was like, this could be any. Uh, yeah, I good. think it's yeah. a little of column A and all of column B. Yeah. There's always yeah. somebody really good who can hear things. So. Yep. <laughs> uh, all right, so Captain Clancy says... That's great, but Plummet won't do it. She hasn't gotten her headphones on again in years after the USS Alabama accident. But Admiral, <gasps> uh -oh. Admiral Steer says he's got no choice, and you've got to convince her. Uh, so Captain Clancy says, all right. And uh, he interrupts the crew's rousing rendition of Prince's Raspberry Beret. Uh, <laughs> and I mentioned there that the, the ship is called the USS Minnesota. So this mm -hmm. is kind of Wow. Okay. Yeah, That's fantastic. Yeah. All right, so the crew's singing along the <laughs> Raspberry Beret, Christ. but they get stopped in the middle of it uh, and told to report for duty immediately. Uh, Exo uh, Plummet is super sober and very serious, and she's just killing it at darts in the corner. Uh, but she gets all the drunken petty officers, including Macy, on board. So then we cut to the Minnesota's dock. It's pouring rain, lots of lightning and thunder. Uh, Captain Clancy's going to give a speech. He's got a pet gopher, uh, and he ends the speech with "Die of Gophers," uh, and they do the chop chop signal. Minnesota, Minnesota. Oh, right. yeah, yeah. yeah right. And then the uh, the coxswain, when the boat is beginning to depart, he cuts the line using a giant axe. That's a thing they do in Minnesota, I think. Yeah, they the Minnesota versus Minnesota State. They have the Paul Bunyan trophy, and it's a giant like decorative axe. Yeah. Yeah, so he's hopping on board and he cuts the he cuts the rope before he does it. Uh, so the submarine goes down to ebb tide by the Righteous Brothers. Uh, also of course, Minnesota. yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. All right, so meanwhile, on board the Russian submarine Maroon March, uh, Vigo, uh, also known as <laughs> Ivanovich, uh, is, is... I love Maroon March. That's such a great name. <laughs> oh, I get it. <laughs> Yeah. It took me a while. Yeah. There you go. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. All right. So uh, on the, the Scarlet on the September. <laughs> I, I thought about it. You know, I went with the. I went oh. with spring. I didn't want to go with fall. Yeah. Oh, I got it before Zach. Yeah. Ah. Scarlet you know, September was what tipped me. You know, off. ironically <laughs> though, the the first Re Russian Revolution of that that year was in March. Yeah. Right, it was March, which was the one that deposed the Tsar, and then October was the one where they killed the Tsar. Well, mm. damn. So, you, I'm... weirdly, it was actually March 5th was the time. So you actually got that perfectly. It's very <laughs> impressive. But were they, were they into maroon before they were into red? Uh, mm. You know, I couldn't tell you what the Mensheviks were really into, because uh, they were all, you know, summarily killed. Um, I mean, who doesn't like "She Will Be Loved"? It's 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 a classic. <laughs> now that wow. one I get. <laughs> All right. 
I was trying to remember literally anything about Maroon 5, and that was the only thing I could come up with. It's Adam's terrible tattoos. That's pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, well, now right. we've solved that mystery. So we're on the Maroon March, uh, which is a Russian sub in the middle of the Atlantic, uh, and Viggo Mortensen, a.k.a. Ivan Ivanovich, uh, is visiting the captain's cabin. Uh, Rip Torn, Admiral Ninkovich is the captain on board. He's losing his mind because of lead poisoning and faulty welding inside of the captain's cabin. Uh, so oh, he's, he's just God, a little this bit... is perfect. That is exactly how he's, you lose you know, your mind the, in Russia. It, the, the Russians, <laughs> they build beautiful things, but the, the welding and the lead is, like, not great in the sub. So, Dude, you know, I, have, I have a samovar right here that has lead welding all over it. <laughs> like... <laughs> The, the listener at home can't see, but, uh, yeah, it's just covered in lead. Don't worry, I'm sure they will hear all of the mic sounds when you did that, so... Oh, yeah. I hope so. I've always <laughs> wondered what a samovar looked like, now I know. Yeah, that Ooh. one is from 1898. Damn. Back when right, lead so was this... cool. Barely, that's barely the 19th century. Oh, sorry, sorry, <laughs> excuse me, 1798. Oh, uh, That's barely the 18th century, I don't know. Like... <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's embarrassing that I only have a 200-year-old. <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> Something to shoot for. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right, so we're on this cabin. You got lead poisoning. Uh, the captain is losing his mind. Uh, and they talk about striking a great blow against the capitalist pigs in order to reclaim Mother Russia from the weaklings. It's the 90s, so, you know, Putin's not fully in charge yet. Uh, Ivanovich. Come until 99. There you go. Yeah. Anyway, Ivanovich, also known as uh, Vigo, explains that he dreams of Siberia and really wants to go there to raise llamas and have a minivan. So that's his dream, and he really <laughs> is looking forward to going back home to Siberia. Uh, huh. Is he also <laughs> dying of lead poisoning? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, other Russians dream of Montana. He dreams of mm-hmm. Siberia. It is what it is. So. Sure. Anyway, I thought that had shades of Neil. Yeah. There you go. I thought about putting Neil in here, but that was just too much. I can't. I can't do that. <laughs> I do love. I do love New Zealand Sun Sam Neil. So I, I'll say this so far, Austin. If the people who made the actual movie put as much effort into their story as you did, <laughs> people may have remembered that this movie existed. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Yeah. I told myself I was going to spend a half hour, and then it was like an hour and a half later. So I definitely put in the time. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Wow. Uh, all right. So now, after we've been on the Russian serve, we're going to switch to the the U.S. subs so on the Minnesota. Uh, Captain Clancy decides that the crew needs to be worked harder. You know, he's got to get them trained up. So we're going to do a training montage. Uh, <gasps> he tells Plummet to play the Minnesota playlist uh, and orders the crew to exercise stations. Uh, so at this point, we play the replacements. Uh, Can't hardly wait. That's yep. going to be the song playing during the montage. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to do some some dummy torpedo practice. They're running them in and out, firing them off, whatever. And then there's going to be some people working out on board. Uh, there's going to be officers running up and down. It looks very big, even though it's very small. But you know, they're they're working out. Uh, Macy is going to have some chest hair out. There'll be some sweat. <laughs> uh, and then you know, the captain's going to order them to to dive the boat all the way down to its limits. Uh, and Macy's going to get really pissed at this because, you know, it's his boat and all that. Uh, but he's going to take it right to the edge, and then they're going to blow the ballast, and they'll come back up to the surface, and that's the end of the training montage. Sure, uh, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yep. Then we'll go we'll go back to the Maroon March after that. Uh, they're going to detect an American carrier group in the middle of the in the middle of the Atlantic. Uh, Admiral Ninkovich, aka Torn, orders Ivanovich to operate the secret super the the super secret propulsion system so they can get super close. Uh, huh. And to do this, Ivanovich broadcasts whale sex noises, attracting <laughs> blue whales to the sub in order to mask its propulsion. So now they're going to get real oh, close it's gonna, up Yeah, it's going to confuse thing. the sonar. Yeah. There are yeah. so many dorks yeah. up there. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, elementary school goofs. All right. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. <laughs> All right, so the, the sub fires a spread of torpedoes. Uh, it misses the carrier, but it hits a cruiser. The sub crash dives. There's depth charging, and it disappears into the Merc. We're not sure if it survives or not. Mm, okay. But there's a lot of whale meat in the water. There's a lot of whale meat. <laughs> Bloodbath, yeah. Yeah, I mean, both both kinds. Wink. So you mean uh, whales that have been exploded and their their penises. And their enormous penises that you uh. can turn into a raincoat. Their foreskins, anyway. Ooh. Fun. That was a thing. Thanks. Mm. Oh, I believe that was it. A thing, yeah. That was a thing in 1897? 1797? Probably. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, you, you make a coat out of a whale foreskin. Let me do ask you, a question. Are there whales that... <laughs> how many How many coats do you get? You get one coat out of one foreskin. Yeah, I don't. They're I don't the largest mammals to have ever existed. I mean, it's not an out there question to ask how many coats you get out of a whale foreskin. Like, <laughs> now, are there moils that specialize in whales? Yeah, the, when when a new blue whale is born, each of them goes to a moil, and then he he sucks on their penis. And mm-hmm. uh, oh, that kind. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Uh, and a or- raincoat pops out. <laughs> orthodoxy is weird mm-hmm. <laughs> i wanted to make some kind of paddington joke but i don't want to sully paddington i love paddington <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. agreed I, agreed we should do a gritty reboot of paddington where he has to wear a whale foreskin as a raincoat <laughs> no because the two paddington movies that have come out in the last couple years are beautiful and perfect and do not say anything about paddington they are near perfect films <laughs> it is true yeah Okay, but okay. Could you so... make it more perfect with, you know, a whale skin? No, Austin. Maybe. Not with a whale no. foreskin okay, coat. Okay. You <laughs> sure not. I have a completely original idea of a character named Saddington. <laughs> oh. Oh, That's I was going to nice say Ra- Raddington Bear. Oh, oh, Raddington would be better. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd fuck around with he Raddington. Fucks. He's a real a Raddington Bear detective. Yeah, except no, it's a raccoon. And he has a whale foreskin as a coat. <laughs> okay. And he fucks. And he <laughs> definitely fucks. Yeah. <laughs> that now that I'm was implicit. Like, is it uh, is it Mouskovitz in uh, Five Goes West? Right. Like a yeah. Five Old Mouskovitz. Family uh-huh. crossover. Yeah. Mm, okay. Raddington meets Mouskovitz. Mm. Is the Cossack cat voiced by Dom DeLuise going to be there? Or... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then is is uh, the Great Mouse Detective going to make a make an appearance just for fun? Oh, I liked that movie when I was a little kid. I wonder if it's good. Yeah, it, it, eh, it's fine. Hmm. Dead air. Oh, we lost. Him. <gasps> and we killed Austin. Cabines. <laughs> the the references they were too obscure. <laughs> we killed him. <laughs> Raddington. <laughs> Raddington. <laughs> oh dear. 
Austin's back. Are you back? You're back. It looks yeah, like you're back. back. All right. All right. Okay, we were worried we killed you. Yeah, I'm still here. Uh, <laughs> cool. Okay, so just jump back into your story whenever you feel Whale like. meat. I think we left off at whale meat. Well, none of the whales yeah. have been hit yet. I can't promise there's not going to be a whale found of blood eventually, but we're not there yet. Mm-hmm. There's going to have to be some kind of disclaimer during the credits that no whales were harmed, but oh, yeah. yeah. Well, you don't how want Seth whale... getting up and walking out. Yeah. yeah, how many whale puppeteers are there? We may have oh. kicked one of them, but, you know, besides that, it was all good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. All right. So uh, next scene, we're back at Admiralty uh, HQ in the U.S., and Admiral Steer is getting a briefing about the attack on the cruiser. Mm. Uh, shit's getting real. The president, who's played by a former professional wrestler and Minnesota governor, Jesse Ventura, wants to go to Ooh, Can the vice two. president be? Can the vice president be current wrestler and also Minnesota native Brock Lesnar? <laughs> is he what yeah oh my god you don't want Minnesota. brock lesnar anywhere near power that sounds like a <laughs> fucking yeah. nightmare that dude is he unhinged def- he, he definitely wants to go to defcon one for sure yeah. oh instantly. that motherfucker yeah. for sure yeah. yeah well i was thinking uh that ventura is gonna crush a bust of winston churchill on his on his desk you know like mm. oh i got winston you. churchill's face so like it's gonna yeah it's gonna smash that thing seems good uh exactly. and then like outside the meeting steer gets a visit from his Australian counterpart, who says he's got a specialist with a lead on a new propulsion system. And the specialist is Captain Nathan Bridger, played by Roy Schneider. Uh, He says the Russians have been experimenting with whales in the Black Sea, doing some strange things, and says the Sequest project has been trying something (gasps) similar. Oh my god, and he was on Sequest! Hell yeah! I had I had models I had toys I loved it so much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that that thing was like all of two seasons, right? Anyway, it was great. Yeah, it yeah was dude, it barely yeah. existed. It was not good. No, but Roy Schneider was in it, so I kind of loved it. Yeah, uh, I don't something. know. I I can't I can't talk because I was a big Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea fan as a kid, mm. and that show was awful. But it was like <laughs> Sequest in the '60s, so. Sure. Yeah. Yep. All right. So Steer tells Bridger he's got to get him out to the Minnesota. Uh, Bridger says he's had the same idea and he knows just how to find them. And then we cut back to the U.S. sub in the middle of the ocean, uh, where Captain Clancy and Engineer Fetzig are having some scotch and are trying to decide how to work together in order to get Plummet to take back the sonar station again. Whoever mm-hmm. succeeds, they decide, is going to get to ask her out once they get back to shore. She's uh, not, they, she's not she's interested not even either interested. What the fuck? What is with these two fuckers? Uh, this Are is a movie about the, the military? Yeah, exactly. Please. No, this perfectly yeah. fits, yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. This is in canon, for sure. Yeah. Mm. All right, so they agree that Fetzig, Macy, has the better shot. Uh, later that day, he approaches Plummet, and she explains how, on her first mission, she was tasked with listening, uh, but she got distracted by a Bob Dylan soundtrack, and she missed a whale above the sub. Minnesota, right. They, they mm. surfaced, and they hit the sub. It got hurt. It wasn't killed, though. Uh, Oof, and okay. ever since, she's been too traumatized to get back on the sonar. Uh, Fetzig says she's got to shake it off. Their current sonar guy is no good, but then she storms off. She decides that he's been hitting on her just like the captain, and she she doesn't want any part of this. Yeah. Good. Sure. Yeah, yeah. good. <laughs> Days pass. Uh, now we're in the middle of the Atlantic. 
the regular sonar operator on the Minnesota. I didn't cast him because he's a nobody. He's meant to be a nobody. Uh, sure. So he he finds the uh, the march, the the maroon march, so he can he can hear it. Uh, but then the march pulls a crazy Ivan and calls yes. up the whales. <laughs> yes. Gotta be a crazy Ivan. <laughs> oh hell yeah! Gotta do All a crazy right, so Ivan. Both subs they fire torpedoes. One of the whales is hit. Gigantic, you know, spume of uh, blood and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, the Minnesota is near mist. It's leaking, and the uh, the sonar operator, you know, he gets hit on the head. He's out cold, whatever. Yeah, he's uh, gone. He's out of commission. Yeah, both ships uh, plummet to the bottom. They're nearly at crush depth. Uh, they're battling floods, you know, simultaneously. We're cutting back and forth. Uh, Clancy is putting out fires in the in the control uh, center, mm-hmm. and plummet all of a sudden decides to take over the sonar station. She you know, figures there's nobody in the chair. I got to do it. Uh, yeah, yeah. On board the uh, the Maroon March, Ninkovich orders Ivanovich to send a sonar ping to verify range to target. Mm-hmm. Ivanovich, trying Jesus. to save money, sends one ping only. But then Ninkovich, <laughs> increasingly crazed from the lead poisoning, starts tapping out the Russian national anthem on the sonar, driving the crew oh. of both ships crazy. <laughs> Wonderful. That's a fun one, yep. All right, so uh, Ninkovich orders the nuclear missiles prepared for launch. Uh, Ivanovich has an argument with him about Arabian horses in order to distract <laughs> Ninkovich. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yep, then yep. stares longingly at a photograph of Siberia while uh, the Lara theme plays from Chicago. Oh, yeah. there we go. There's our Lara <laughs> there theme. Lara. Lara. Meanwhile, aboard the Minnesota, they uh, they blow ballast and they go to periscope depth with a Sequest submarine rendezvous with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Captain Bridger explains the secret of the whales to Clancy and Plummet. Plummet says she knows what whales sound like after years of punishing herself for her mistake. Uh, and <laughs> right. Steer sends a ch- yeah, yeah. Steer <laughs> sends a transmission. They believe some of the crew on the march are interested in defecting. And they encourage Clancy to capture the vessel, if at all possible. Mm-hmm. Now we have a uh, gratuitous shot, which is that we watch two whales humping while the submarines <laughs> circle above them. Uh, so it's just like, <laughs> we just have a, just have a minute. You know, there's just a couple of whales humping it's at the just, bottom. Uh, it's a solid minute of screen time yeah. of just two <laughs> whales going at it. I mean, that's it, how we started, too. Like, it's gratuitous. Yeah, yeah. This this movie has a submarine fan base and then like a very niche sex fan base for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very fun. All right. So uh, after the whales have been fucking for a minute, uh, and by the way, we're we're watching them from the bottom. So like, I want to see the whales, you know, going um, at it, and then above them are the two submarines, you know, mm-hmm. struggling to survive. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's, so that's... We're, we've got like you can see everything. Oh what yeah. You're yeah. I, yeah. I want everything. Full full dork. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so after that shot, uh, Ninkovich apparently is now unconscious uh, mm-hmm. after the lead poisoning. And Ivanovich sure. orders the whale propulsion system to be activated, and he orders the ship to head back to Russia. Uh, but there are some junior officers who are hoping to defect and are dismayed, and so they begin to sabotage the nuclear reactor. Then we're sure. back oh, on board the Minnesota. Uh, 
Bob Dylan plays on repeat as Plummet listens intently. She's trying to pick up the uh, the Russian sub. Yep. And then Tambourine Man is going to come on, and she can catch the sound of the whales. Uh, and Clancy sends one ping to alert the march of their presence. Mm-hmm. As the ping arrives at the march, the radiation alert sounds at the same time. Ninkovich wakes up and starts pressing buttons randomly in the control room and accidentally blows the emergency ballast, sending oh, them rocketing whoa. to the surface. Oh my god. Uh, now we've got a boarding party from the Minnesota, which arrives on board the march, uh, what, with Fetzig carrying the Minnesota's symbolic axe. Mm. Uh, the junior officers on the march restrain Ninkovich, they steal the axe, and they kill Ivanovich, whose last words are, I wish I could have seen Siberia. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the two subs, yeah. two subs are escorted back to the United States. Back on shore, Plummet is shown with her girlfriend watching whales off the Alaskan coast, with Clancy and Fetzig drowning their sorrows at a nearby bodega. The bubbles in their drink fade to blue, where we once again see whales humping as we fade <laughs> to black and end the film. A, a trilogy of whale softcore scenes. I, I so love good. your your whale sex light motif. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, that's wonderful. There you have wow. it. Down Periscope. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. Oh, perfect. That was excellent. It was yeah. excellent. Excellent work. Very you guys, good. I mean, I know we say this every time, but you ever notice how our guests take this way more seriously than we do? Yeah. It's true. It's yeah. true. It was well done. Well done. It, it was. Yeah. Um. um Okay, uh, Austin, you want to hear about the uh, actual down periscope? I, I guess, yeah. Let's. Uh, uh, let's hear about I mean, it. You, you did you did hit most of the hallmarks, honestly. Um, honestly, since you're since you're a, such a, a, a submarine movie fan, I feel I'll. I'll save it on my computer so we can watch it, or I'll, I'll give you a copy. Yeah, you know, yeah. honestly, yeah. I do yeah. think that that especially as a submarine boy, this is worth a watch. It's not, For it's not sure, a yes. good submarine movie, but it is, you know, it hits, it hits all the, all the bits. We'll, we'll talk me, about me it. Me and more. Seth were talking about this a lot, and like mm-hmm. I. I watched this movie for some reason. I watched this a lot as a kid, yeah. but Seth and I like this is a pretty breezy movie. Like yeah, yeah just like you know, you just you just it just flows over. Yeah, you. it it's, does. It's That's not true. bad. Um, all right, so the 1996 film Down Periscope. Starring... We're gonna call it a film. 1996, <laughs> uh, very Flick. special episode. Experiment. Is it filming? Uh. Yeah, there's some film on oh. here. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> there's some B-roll of submarines, that's for sure. There's quite a bit of B-roll yeah. of Rob, submarines. Rob Schneider left his snail trail all over. Yeah, it, yeah, I was going to say, Rob Schneider <laughs> is actually in this movie, by the way. Oh. Yeah. yeah, that's why when you said Roy Schneider, I was like, what? And, yeah. and then said, why would you cast Rob Schneider in a submarine movie? We all went, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> he plays a, a yes. really, uh, he plays really the... ambitious, really shitty uh, XO. Uh, yeah. XO. And, yep. yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So Down Periscope 1996 at, at uh, 132 minutes. Um, barely. No, hour hour thirty two, not one hundred thirty two. Yeah, hour hour <laughs> yeah. hour thirty two. Excuse me. Oh God in heaven, that would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 Ugh. it's barely an hour and thirty two minutes. It's barely yeah. ninety two minutes, but it um, 
Well, it's really padded out because there's a music video at the end. I was going to say, there's a music video that takes up a bunch of time. It's so good. By the village people. Um, (laughs) So, uh, Lieutenant Commander Tom Dodge is assigned as captain to the USS Stingray, an old diesel-driven submarine that has seen better days. (laughs) So that's the first four minutes of the movie. (laughs) Yeah, right. It really is. This movie is, it, it just, the premise happens. It's, it's literally, mm-hmm. they're on the sub doing maneuvers, nine minute mark of the movie. Yeah, this like, editor was a fucking consummate professional. He's like, <laughs> we don't need any of this. This is a comedy. Cut all that shit out. Nobody yeah. cares. Yeah. We don't need any setup. Let's just yeah. get them on this shit boat. Do yep. we Do we want to go over just kind of some of the cast members, like what roles they, they fulfill? Um, yeah. Well, and we should give them the rest of the cast that we didn't. Uh, I think we well, we I omitted more people of, than we gave you. <laughs> yeah, by way of of doing that, we should we should go over some like what yeah. roles they. they yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I think that's probably a good idea, and then we'll get into sort of the the plot as it as it were. But um, it 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 has a plot. It does have a. Uh, it does have. You a plot. actually surprisingly nailed. And unsurprisingly, it's a yeah. sub movie. <laughs> you you nailed a lot of the things that happen, mm-hmm. but it's, not it's a lot of the details, the but not yeah. the plot itself. Yeah, it yeah. was it was mm-hmm. actually kind of fascinating. Anyway, let's get into some of this other cast. Yeah, does anyone have that pulled up? I do. Uh, yeah. yeah, I got um, it too. But okay, it's uh, Zach's turn. Sure. Uh, so Kelsey Grammer is the main guy. He's our captain. Uh, Lauren Holly is Emily. She is the driving commander. She's the dive officer. Dive, dive officer. She's yeah, the, yeah and, and the whole thing in the movie is like, oh, the Navy wants to experiment with women on submarines. Yeah. So that's like, you know, you think there's going to be a lot of sexist jokes, and there are, but they all happen in like a five-minute span, and then yeah. they're more or less kind of just yeah, it someone goes, forgot it, it about It goes them. away pretty yes. fast, surprisingly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they had other goofs to do, yeah. Yeah. Um, Rob Schneider is uh, irritating by the rules guy, as Lee mentioned. Yeah, he's um, the XO, yeah. Yep. Uh, forever Who they old. kick out and make him walk the plank when he tries yeah, to... Yeah, we'll, we'll uh, get to that. <laughs> yeah, he tries to, to pull a mutiny. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, forever old Harry Dean Stanton uh, yeah. is the head engineer, the engine room guy. Um, Bruce Dern. Fun thing about about that is oh, Harry Dean so Stanton things. was in the Navy during World War II. Oh um, wow! So yeah. he isn't that old. That's... No, he was he was on wow. old diesel ships. Oh, yeah, fun. there's a scene in the movie where he shouts, uh, uh, "Was it DBF Diesel Boats Forever?" Yeah. And it was apparently mm. an ad lib because he really loves diesel boats. He seems like he'd be that kind of guy. I buy that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Bruce Dern is an admiral. Uh, he is kind of the baddie in this movie. Um, William H. Macy is a captain of the nuclear submarine, not the shitbox that we're on. Um, uh, in Orlando. The Orlando in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, in Austin, uh, the, the, the bridge of the Orlando is the exact same set as uh, Hunt for Red October. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. absolutely is the same set. And I don't mean it looks like it. I it mean they the literally used, they rented the set <laughs> yeah. to use to film on. Yeah. Even they, they fully understood that there is one submarine movie. And they're like, we're just, Obviously, we're not yeah. I mean, really, yeah. Why would you make another? Yeah, 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 yeah. it's true. Um, some sort of, there's a bunch of incidental people. Uh, Toby Huss, uh, who's a great actor, um, plays the electrician. Who if is... you're a uh, Pete and Pete fan like I was growing up, he yep. played Artie, the strongest man in the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is forever being electrocuted and is kind of losing his mind because of it. Mm-hmm. 
I guess uh, Harlan Williams. I don't know if you know him. Uh, Canadian comedian. He's Rocket Man from Rocket Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he is yeah. the best ears in the Navy, a trope which you nailed, of course. Mm. He's the sonar officer who also yeah. records whale songs because he finds them very useful. They, in, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Comes, at at comes one up point in the movie. Yeah, at one point they like uh, expose themselves via engine noise, and then he does a whale impression, and the other radar guys like, ah, oh, just fucking whales. We're cool. Moving nice. on. They uh they try to bottom out uh to yeah. confuse the sonar of the other sub, and mm. when they're doing it, they create too much noise, and that's when he starts doing whale sounds. Yeah, it yeah, lasts can, a can, long we can, time. We can, we can get yeah. to that in the in, we can. the in the plot style. Um, I think the only other guy is Rip Torn, um, and he also plays an admiral. He's like one step above Bruce Dern, who is the villain, right. Of course, so. so. I mean, the, the the general plot of this is uh, uh, Kelsey Grammer is a fuck up, right? He's he's basically the the he has reached the level of the military where if he doesn't get promoted this time, he'll be done. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, he's been up for promotion like three or four times and they're like, yeah, if we don't give him a boat, he's headed for a desk job. And uh, his at the beginning of the movie, his his superior officer is um, uh, 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 Macy, <laughs> Bill Macy, um, <laughs> as we call him. Uh, and the and he's on the Orlando, but he he has a bunch of um, animosity with Bruce Dern, who's his superior. And um, and Rip Torn, who uh, Kelsey Grammer has a good relationship with. So essentially, uh, Rip Torn has this idea. He has this paranoid delusion. He has this <laughs> Rip Torn, who is who is like a like a four star admiral, like he's up there, right? Yep. He has this delusion that. The Russians are selling off all of these old diesel subs like hotcakes to, you know, foreign entities. Breakaway republics and, like, yeah. Iran. Um, It's like Iran and Libya. And the, the, the Soviets are just selling off, all, or the former Soviets are selling off all of their old diesel navy to all of these rogue, rogue nations. What if some Mission captain... Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. What? Shut up, Lee. Um, what, what if some captain of one of these subs just decided to haul into Norfolk Harbor with a nuke and blow up Norfolk Harbor? Mm-hmm. And so it's like the old, like it's the old post nine 11. Like what if somebody had a dirty bomb and we're like, well, what is a dirty bomb? They're like, but what if someone had one? It's, it's that delusion. Yeah, it's basically. exactly that. But with a submarine in 1996. Um, mm-hmm. and so he, decides to give because of you know hierarchy it's rip torn and then it's bruce dern and then it's kelsey Grammer. so he's like hey let's do some war games and see if we can get a diesel sub to with a rogue a rogue crazy captain like uh kelsey Grammer. let's see if he can he can outsmart the american navy now, Seth left out the perhaps most important thing about this movie. The, it's the way in which we know that Kelsey Grammer is a crazy, loose cannon captain. It's true. Go ahead. It's, be- oh, it's because uh, he has a tattoo on his penis that says, Welcome aboard. That comes up no in needed. the first minute and a half of the film. But how do we know that? 
because they say it exposition so much. <laughs> yes. like, so many okay. times. Why would we trust a nuclear submarine to a man with welcome aboard tattooed on his penis? <laughs> I mean, he's a real rascal too, but that that is the thing that they point to to say like, well, he's fucking out of control. Yeah. Right. He's like yeah. playing Look, golf. Uh, and is, is there like some class dynamics too? Like is he your blue collar dude versus your admirals? Who are like, I don't think he is, no. but his crew is for sure a slobs versus snob. Well, yeah. he's, right. he's kind of a wild card, and William H Macy is like very by the book, like uh, yeah. So so, yeah. so uh, Kelsey Grammer is assigned to this old diesel sub, and then Bruce Dern, who hates him and is always bringing up in meetings how he has welcome aboard tattooed on his penis. Yeah. Um, he's obsessed. Gets he to assign his crew, and so he chooses, of course, the worst people in the navy. And also, you know, he he, he chooses uh, uh, Lauren Holly as this pilot program that has, you to know... To try to, like, cause dissension in the crew. Yeah, and, right, yeah. because women aren't allowed on submarines at this time, um, which, honestly, I don't think that that got reversed until the mid-2000s, if it I'm was not mistaken. 2011, yeah. I yeah, uh-huh. Um, but anyway, so... Is a I real... just want to know, who wants to be on a submarine? <laughs> Nobody. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, like I'm somebody who's read enough Wikipedia to know that uh, on submarines there's a thing called hot bunking, which is when oh you yeah, you to, definitely like... hot bunk. Yeah. Yeah. So like you know you're on a it sub sucks. and then you want to sleep at night, except that you have to sleep in a bed that somebody just slept in because there aren't enough oh. beds for everybody to have their own. Oh, so, like, you take turns. No, I don't think you do want to be on a sub. I think it's. And well, I mean, yeah. and that's how you all but that's how all you but get war. crabs, like in Das Boot, the seven-hour <laughs> version. No. <laughs> Uh, all but one of us on this chat right now, Zach, uh, does have an acquaintance who was on submarines. Oh, so. my mind. Okay. Mm. Austin's looking you know confused. Him. Do I? <laughs> yeah. Well, no I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna dox this person, but uh, it's <laughs> it's it's somebody who was in uh, a program that you and I were both in at one point. Oh Austin, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I refer to this person as Tom Bombadil. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Yep. He was on submarines? What? Uh-huh. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Did it, yeah. Did it make them crazed? Are they a changed person because of this? Well, everybody. Uh, well, I mean, we could talk about stuff off mic. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, anyway, yeah, hot bunking is definitely a thing. In this in this movie it's not for some reason, but um we don't get into the details. It's all just goof em ups the whole time. Like well, yeah. they just yeah. skip you got, you got a woman on board, so she's got to have her own bunk. She does. Yeah. She sleeps in like the torpedo storage area. Yeah, she's, in a hammock. she sleeps in the in, in, in the, a fucking hammock. Yeah, yeah. She's, oh, no. she's in the fore section or whatever at the very at the very front of the boat. It's yep. a little confusing. Um, right. Anyway, so they start doing war games after they do a, a cleanup montage where everything mm-hmm. wacky happens. There was a training mm-hmm. montage. Yep. Yep. People <laughs> getting knocked off into the water. All kinds of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Rob Schneider being a real piece of shit the entire yes. time which which i must say rob schneider plays a shitty dude super super well i actually thought yes. this was one of his best roles as like an actor because he actually yeah. embodied being such a piece of shit also That's he's true. not pretending to be some like ethnic stereotype right oh, which is yeah. rare for rob schneider well, Adam Sandler didn't direct this movie, so uh, <laughs> that probably helped, I would imagine. That's yeah. that's true. <laughs> yeah. Um 
Right, so they start they start uh, essentially um, doing doing maneuvers, and the Rip Torn tells Kelsey Grammer he has two objectives: he has to capture Charleston Harbor, i.e., he has to make it through the engagement zone or whatever and shoot off a flare, and he has to um, uh, get back to Norfolk and then blow up a dummy ship. When he blows up the dummy ship, then maybe he can get a nuke sub. Maybe. If he proves that he's just so talented of captain. Yep. So, I mean, we spend a lot of time, you know, with a ragtag crew that's never been on a submarine before training them to be submariners. Oh, you know who we forgot in this? Uh, uh, Patton Oswalt's one of the radio officers. Yeah, Patton Oswalt is in here really? a couple of times. Yeah. But he only has he has one line, and he was supposed to have a little bit more, but he had to leave filming early to go work on Mad TV, apparently. Yeah. Wow. He's like, <laughs> oh, I have Admiral Graf on the radio or something. It's 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 mm-hmm. it's, it's very huh. few lines, but it's, um yeah. Weird. Okay. Um, yeah, I just to add. So, uh, Rip Torn has full confidence in Kelsey because he's like the wild card and can pull off crazy shit. Bruce Dern, the villain, is convinced that he will fail and this will sort of wash him out forever and he'll yeah, get rid of him mostly because life, he so. has welcome aboard tattooed on his penis. Plus, uh, yep. Bruce Dern is up for promotion, and this is yeah. like, oh, the, this war game will be the the lad, the cherry on top of my promotion. Bruce Dern like, it, has it cannot never lost a war game, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do we? We should probably just skip all the actual shenanigans, right? Like, it's just a bunch of. I wild mean, they pretend nonsense. they pretend to be a fishing boat at one point yeah, to yeah. trick the, the the nuke sub. They they do the bottoming out, and then there's a funny charade scene that Seth really likes. I did Harlan really Williams. like that charade scene. It's super fun. <laughs> Harlan Williams makes a lot of whale noises. I think noises. this movie is worth watching. It's not good, but it's, it's worth yeah, watching. Well, yeah, it's fun. Yep. We uh, we have to talk about the Denali style. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> All right, so they're about they 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 successfully captured Charleston Harbor, and by that I mean they shot off a flare after tricking uh, uh, William H Macy, who is commanding the boat that is supposed to be hunting them. Right, yep. so they have a nuke sub hunting this diesel sub, and uh, they capture Charleston Harbor, and then to to sneak past a blockade around Norfolk, they. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bunch of commercial traffic, right? There's there's a bunch of, you know, tankers and shit. And they decide to to drive a diesel boat in between the props of a tanker. And but 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 all right, so the tanker is named Denali, and we all know what Denali style is, right, Lee? <laughs> yes, it's when you go to Arby's. And you order a meat mountain, which is everything on the menu on one sandwich, and then you ask for it Denali style, and that's when, then and only then, do they put the fish fillet on top. <laughs> now, has have we had confirmation of this ever being pulled off in like an actual Arby's? I've seen pictures. Yeah. Oh, okay. It exists. Wow. Um, right, but they 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 go in between these twin props, and they basically wear the tanker as a hat, and it <laughs> they, is... they say as much, yeah. It is nuts. It's an insane way to hide from other other uh, uh, Navy ships. And it almost kills them, and, you know, there's lots of shenanigans for sure. Yeah. But also, it's uh, this whole sequence is to give Lauren Hawley confidence in her abilities. Right, right. Kelsey Grammer's kind of grooming her, yeah. 
Shall we pause for a second, maybe? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I was trying to power through, but... Um... Sorry. Sorry. Just no, okay. Get a drink. It's okay. <laughs> it's just, it's like you're shoveling snow there. <laughs> Playing with my silverware collection. I was looking for the, uh... I mean, I should have just gone for the, uh, you know, the can, but I went for the bottle, then you gotta find the bottle opener. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right, um, so you heard the Denali style. Uh, oh yeah, it's, I heard it's, the it's, it's a style. very fun scene. But it wait is. a minute, is is the Denali style? So like you said, there wearing a hat, but it's not a condom or a rain jacket. Like no. it is mm, not. No, I mean, although they do, you know, they slide in. If if the two propellers are like a butt cheeks, they are like oh. the hot dog sliding in between. Sure enough. Um, yeah. Yeah. Austin, you also sort of covered this too, like getting up really close to something. So whatever, like this yeah, is another right. sort using of using a larger yeah. body as a cover. Yeah, you absolutely yeah. did this in your or film. or just the idea of using like a strange propulsion system. I mean, they're using sure. diesel, and and in the first sequence of the movie, the nuclear sub doesn't know that they're chasing a diesel ship. So that's part of the reason they're able right. to pull it off because it right. sounds like a yeah. fishing boat because they yeah. look like a shitty you know uh, trawler. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and Bruce Dern is constantly trying to sabotage them, and at the end, he ends up getting his comeuppance because, like, everybody is like, "Hey, I've got all this evidence that he was, uh, you know, trying to sabotage this stuff." And it's like, "Oh, you're in trouble now, Bruce Dern," you know. Yeah. And yeah. Um, then Kelsey Grammer gets his gets his sub, and he's like, "I can't take command unless you give me my crew." Yeah. And then and it, yeah. and you know it's very feel good because his crew is you know they 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 bonded through the crucible of going to crush crush depth and mm-hmm. so they, they yeah did, there's a, there's they did a, go to crush depth though, there obviously. is a crush depth scene yeah, yeah. no they went yep. beyond crush depth of that particular vessel as they say um, now is there is, a, is there a is there a Nazi boat in here anywhere? Like, are they, No, there's no like Nazi boats, but, movies. you know, a diesel yeah. boat of this era seems very much like, you know, any of those uh, U571 sort of uh, style mm-hmm. U-boats, right? Yeah. Unter, I think unter this one's spe- boot. Uh, I think this one specifically is a is a Korean War era. They say, but, yeah, and and I've actually been on this. It was the USS Cod, which is in Cleveland. What? Oh, um, wow. right. Just like SeaWorld. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> there was there was a SeaWorld in Cleveland. Ew. Um, wow. Sounds gross. So but no, the the USS Speaking Cod. Speaking of whales being harmed, yeah. Sure enough. Because I lived vaguely in that region and went up there, and we 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 toured it, and I had like a little a little uh, keychain from it and mm. everything, um, and a little Kelsey Grammer action figure yeah. that you kept po- saying all, right, all over. Well, Force perspective. Well, we can talk about that. Tiny I went to tattoo. Seattle uh, maybe maybe ten years ago, and Drag. I and I I was there two years ago. Fuck you. Well, like, no, but I was I wanted to get a Fraser Crane action figure, and you know what? <laughs> I couldn't find one, and what I did instead is I bought a Sasquatch action figure and a bunch of Sharpies, and I drew a suit on the Sasquatch, and then I added a little, uh, like, paper. I, I cut out a little paper thought or a, a, a voice bubble, and it said, I'm listening, Seattle, and then I taped it to that Sasquatch, and that's my fa- Fraser Crane action figure. Wow! See, I knew that you did that, and I baited you into telling that. <laughs> All right, well, mm, good games. job, good job. <laughs> mm-hmm. I still have it somewhere. I, I, I don't know. I think the sharpie <laughs> is rubbing off. Sure, um, because I sleep with what it. What other what other fun things about this movie? 
I don't uh, know. This is a fun movie. Yeah. It is quite fun. Yeah. I, I I think I was about half an hour in, and my notes verbatim, I wrote, I wish Rob Snyder were dead. Uh, <laughs> and also, uh, but oh, Toby... Yeah. yeah, he's just awful. Uh, Toby Huss and Harlan Williams, on the other hand, are putting in overtime. Yeah. Uh, they're so good. It is yeah. a laugh they're, a minute they're really good. They're yeah, no, so they... they um, Basically, at one point, Rip Torn, being the superior officer, tells uh, uh, Kelsey Grammer to be a pirate about it, you know, to use his creativity. And then they take that literally at one point. And when after Rob Schneider attempts to Mm -hmm. commit uh, mutiny, Jesus, um, (laughs) they make him walk the plank onto like a fishing boat. But like. Yeah. They they like everybody is dressed up in shitty pirate gear from the random trash that they have around the ship. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they play, you know, a dirge and, and and they blindfold him and force him to walk a plank. Yeah. yeah. I really thought they were going to fucking drown him uh, and I was a little sad that they didn't, but um yeah. <laughs> that was something. It's 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 like it's weirdly well done for a shitty comedy movie. Yeah. In that regard. Fun. Um I do want to bring up um, lots of B-roll of subs surfacing. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. So much. Tons and tons. Yep. Uh, also, the music video at the end, uh, they did yes. a... Uh, so, In the Navy, the, the classic Village People song, they made a bespoke music video for this movie yeah. of In the Navy with all the people from the movie. And there's so... As Plen- a, as plenty a kid, of things that were not in the movie that were clearly yes. recorded. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Well, and the thing is, all of the things in the music video that are not in the movie are things that are in the trailer. Yeah. Oh! Like, yeah. the trailer for this movie is more music video of In the Navy than it is things that are in the movie. <laughs> that that doesn't misrepresent the actual movie, though. Like, that is yeah. faithful to the, like, feeling I, about it. I the feel movie. like they recorded of the two movie. hours yeah. and they yeah. cut out a half an hour, and that yeah. cut out half an hour was in the music video and nothing else was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I buy that. Yeah. Um, also, oddly, a lot of the jokes in this movie feel like, like, I tried to find out if this was a, a drama that they turned into a comedy. Oh. I couldn't really find I think find it was anything. a comedy to begin with, with, yeah. with Kelsey Grammer at that point in his career. I mean the script in general. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Could be, be. Because I couldn't find anything, but like, there's a lot of a lot of the jokes in this movie occur with only one person in frame yeah. to the point where it felt like they added them after. Like, <laughs> the, the, mm. like. 80% of the movie was reshoots, is what you're saying? It's all, it's <laughs> yeah. all ADR, huh. yeah. yeah. No, there, I mean, there are huh. a couple of really, really fun jokes. Like, um, for instance, when they go down to Crush Depth, um, we have, you know, the, the, the asshole son of the Admiral who is a fuck-up and is on the boat, and Harry Dean Stanton is the as the engineer sitting there next to the diesel engine, and he's like... You're about to see they crush this this boat like a beer can, and it just like in the the like the bowing of the boat, and there's a there's a whole there's a whole like string that they they draw across. It's 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 wonderful. I really enjoy that scene. It's super fun. Oh yeah. He basically hangs a clothesline to show them how much the ship is getting crushed in, yeah. and when he points this out he goes I, I bet you guys never saw those on those nuclear subs uh toby huss goes no we had uh washing machines on ours <laughs> the one with the window in the front yeah yeah 
Yeah. Toby Huss does like a an extended like two minute Frank Sinatra monologue impression does. at just at a wall. He's just looking at a <laughs> yep. wall while he's doing it, and that's in the movie. Yeah, there like, are a lot of there are a lot of solo jokes for no one, and mm-hmm. you know what? It really speaks to me because I feel like most of the jokes that we tell are solo jokes to no one. Yeah, mm-hmm. facts. Yep. Um. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That's that's this movie. Like, I mean, there there's only like three major naval engagements in the entire film. Yeah. And but you know what? It I I wasn't bored ever. It's it's sort of gripping like the Denali thing where they ride between the props. Like, I actually uh I, Yeah, there's I, some there's some like yeah. sexist stuff too and Oh, and, there's like a a forgotten tedious romantic subplot. Um, between um, what's her name and uh, Lauren Holly and Kelsey Grammer, but it's like such a throwaway. It's like almost forgivable. You can kind of like ignore it. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah. so this uh, this this movie cost thirty one million. Damn. That's <laughs> seems like a, a lot. lot. <laughs> I feel like that's a lot. For the nineties, pay yeah. for the. Was it the B-roll footage? Like, what, what were they shelling out for? <laughs> I think they, I think they shelled out for the the Red October set. Yeah, yeah for the Red October set and renting the USS Cod for everything else. <laughs> yeah, um, there are like a trillion people in this. It, it could have just been. Yeah, the there are a lot of actors in this. But I was I, on the I, uh, I, I was on the Red October Wikipedia page today, and it turns out that like the U.S. Navy loaned them like a carrier and a bunch of other shit to make that film. Yeah, like, wow. So maybe some... maybe down Periscope didn't get the loan. Like, yeah, I, it's no. some, <laughs> some Tom Clancy shit. Uh, yeah. you, I, you couldn't yeah, pass not, this movie off as like uh, propaganda by any means. Like, well, like, yeah, it's yeah. like uh, Top Gun got a lot of their funding from the U.S. Navy. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're not going to they're not going to fund I the, think, the, the movie about the guy with the penis tattoo. I think <laughs> like, they really yeah. wanted this to be one of those propaganda films, but it just didn't work. No. It does because the opposite. Tom, you, know, you know, the U.S. the U.S. government ends up doing way more propaganda than we give them credit because they certainly do. They fund a lot of things. They they funded uh, fucking Captain Marvel, right? Oh wow! So, like, on the Air Force, Gatsby. you do you do Great Gatsby, but not this one. That's an odd choice. Like, <laughs> yeah, the, hmm. the 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 U.S. Air Force pumped a bunch of money into Captain Marvel to sure. to make captain marvel seen you know pro military all of the marvel movies have taken u.s u.s gov money weird um like a huge amount of it actually Um, (laughs) because it's all pro military right yeah Mm -hmm. ultimately but that's neither here nor there anyway this cost 31 million it made and the numbers are very specific (laughs) uh according to wikipedia (laughs) Thirty-seven million five hundred and fifty-three thousand seven hundred and fifty-two dollars. They counted every that stub on that one. Damn. So specific. <laughs> Somebody yeah. was proud that they made their budget. Yeah. That sounds like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah. I tell you guys, uh, if if that's accounting for video rentals, at <laughs> least two hundred dollars must have been me and my dad. Oh sure. yeah. Sure. No. 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 You. Over. You, you told, and over again. You. I. Uh, Lee. Do you have a story about your your dad and you renting this movie? Because I feel like you did. Where you're like, anytime there wasn't a movie we wanted to watch. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was the, yeah. Your it was default. This, essentially. Yeah. yeah. This was our default. It was this. 
Dumb and Dumber oh. and Happy Gilmore were our three default rentals. Oh, you when I was you a and kid. the pops do love golf. I could see Happy Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was these were the three movies that like if we couldn't figure out what to rent, we rented these movies. Now, does your dad watch Happy Gilmore and just go, oh, "What? The, that's not. Come on." <laughs> no, he he really likes uh, he really likes the wind up. That's his favorite. Oh part. yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... Oh, also, uh, also, just people unexpectedly getting hit with golf balls. He loves that. <laughs> okay. I could see him oh, being really into shooter because he like respects the game and plays by the rules. <laughs> but, uh, Dad, you're missing the point. <laughs> is he just into people getting hit by golf balls, or is it like random, like you know, slapstick gets him? Into slapstick. He's into. Okay. He's into right. slapstick. Well, Dumb and Dumber yeah. fits the bill then. Yeah. Yeah. Makes mm-hmm. sense. yeah. There's some slapstick in this one too. Uh, sure. Yeah. For, for for me, this this film was. My dad is also a submarine movie guy. I think oh. is is something I didn't realize. But he he is a really big like, fifties and sixties era submarine movies. because mm. oh. that's the one, those are the ones he would go to see in matinees when he was a kid. Because he is old. <laughs> um, yeah. But th- I think that's why he loves this one so much. Yeah, yeah. I think. Um, so my dad is also a submarine movie guy, and that's. Also because we invented a submarine engine. I knew you were going to bring oh. it up. had to bring it up. Was it a yeah. diesel engine? It was not. <laughs> it turns out, not anymore. You have a patent with my father. I, I, I do have a patent with my father that is on several submarines. This, this completely pleasant childhood that keeps coming up. Just rubbing it in our faces <laughs> in it. Yeah. Fucking nightmare. <laughs> Yeah, no, but um, yeah, we watched a lot of submarine movies, and this one was right between Das Boot and Wizards, um, which Wizards. is not a submarine right. movie, but is very upsetting. <laughs> okay, I you know recently, uh, do you guys know K nineteen, The Widowmaker? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean okay. that was after that after my dad and my bonding time, but yeah, sure, it was a little later. I had never heard of this movie and found it like two months ago and was like a brand new submarine movie. Fuck yeah. Okay, like from fine. like 2011 or something. Yeah, it's old. It's I from just... like 2001. Yeah, I just never heard of it. So you know. I yeah. assume that movie lost money. I it did. Yeah. It, oh. it famous famously it, lost it, a like, bunch of money. Barely existed. I yeah. Think, yeah. This. I mean, yeah. this barely made money. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. Yeah. I don't know. This is a super fun movie. Uh, K19 is from 2002. Oh. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. And K19 lost 25 million dollars ah, fucking hell they shouldn't have rented the fucking <laughs> uh, u571 they should have they should have diy'd it yeah mm-hmm. so yeah. the one thing i was after this movie after i finished it um so it's square in the middle of like the 90s goofiness right and i kept thinking like is there a version of this movie where like instead of kelsey Grammer, it's a paulie shore movie and he's like somehow plopped yeah, into the it's navy called in the army now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what I was thinking about it, yeah. And he, they're, like, plopped it. But, no, he would be, like, in a position of power in this version. And, like, uh, you know, it would, he would somehow succeed despite all obvious, you know. Remember how we were talking about alternate universes earlier? There's no universe in which uh, Polly Shore is in a position of power. <laughs> There's no god that could create such a horrible thing is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, god, right. no gods here, just as Yuri Gagarin said as he oh, made yeah. it into space. Oh, the first what, time. A, what a hero. Yeah. Wait, well, actually, obviously. what he said was Boganyet, which is just there. there is no god. But... Right. Mm, there's they, no here implied. They there. twisted it a little but, bit. Yeah. yeah, I mean propaganda and blah 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 blah. Yeah. I mean. 
Um, all right, should we rate? Maybe. Yeah, let's all get right. into it. So the IMDb rating with, oh boy, um, twenty-one thousand and forty-seven votes. So those are all Lee's bot accounts. Yeah, I time. I made I made my dad a, a an email a couple years ago, and I think he just uh, he keeps signing up for IMDb to rate this movie. Yep. You know, he's retired as you mentioned, so he's got time. It's, yeah. it's possible. So retired. <laughs> I would suggest that it should be higher than that. Then it's a six point two right now. Yeah, that's nice and he's medium. Yeah, he's discerning. I don't know. What <laughs> it's fair. It's very fair. Yeah. All right, who wants to rate first? Lee, of course. Lee, of course. Okay, the original. It's easy, breezy, beautiful. You know, it's this is the cover girl of submarine comedy starring Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> um, we did want to point out that like the logistics of having the phrase welcome aboard fit on one's penis. Oh, like... yeah, I did want to talk about this extensively. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, like, how Strap are in. you going to fit welcome aboard tattooed on your penis in a way that's both legible yes and also you know stylish yes well stylish and you know stark i right. mean maybe you're going are you going wraparound or is you it could. Uh, one going, word on one side oh, okay. you know, wait wait like a, yeah. a spiral around Ooh. the penis yeah. again so, all right so like i have some questions about how you tattoo a penis logistically in general seth i did extensive online research about this exact topic oh to wonderful prepare for this uh, <laughs> yes. please please so, zach i need to know things zach i need to know did you do this research because of this movie or beforehand uh abstain um <laughs> so it's gonna plead the fifth on that one <laughs> yeah you're trying to become a father goddamn. <laughs> It's 2021. No, there's rules. no, uh, there's, there's no, there's no uh, rule in the rule book that you can't have "Welcome Aboard" tattooed on your penis as you true. inseminate your. Yeah, you Bruce Dern Square over here. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I would probably argue that uh, a higher percentage of people with tattoos on their penises have children than not. Like probably, yeah. They want to show it now, off. Now, were they intended? They're, they're I don't think so. But. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so things I learned. Uh, many yes. shops will not do this thing because they don't want to. The shops sure. that do often charge a very hefty surcharge to do this of thing. Of course. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, when Rest. you do have this done, you have to stretch out or stretch the penis over something to essentially mm-hmm. make it the length it would be, or like the the tautness that is that allows right, for tattooing. Right, right, right. I was gonna say, like, I I have I have a I have a large item on my arm, and yeah. you know, like things needed to be taut. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say something else when you said large. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no, no, it's minuscule. Um, but uh, uh, is this yeah, no. is this whole podcast about foreskin? Like, is this all this? Is? <laughs> Seems to be. Yeah, today. usually. Like, yeah, I mean, I, you I, haven't I, been I, on. Our, no one who comes on the show listens, and I'm okay with that. I've come. Yeah. I've been at peace. Yeah, with Austin, that. you haven't been like, on in more than a hundred episodes, so like, it's kind of shifted focus, <laughs> shall we say? <laughs> so, uh, finally, this stretching maneuver. Um, mm-hmm. Usually, it is the person, the owner of the penis, that has to do the stretching. Sure. Uh, just logistically. Yeah. And so I, I like I can't imagine Can one really own a penis though. Like... That's attached to it. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I just can't imagine wanting a penis tattoo enough to sit one, for like three. an hour and stretch your own dick across like I don't know the arm of a chair or something <laughs> while someone stabs you repeatedly in it. Like 
That just sounds and, and, so and you're hard. Paying, you're paying for that. While you're, you're paying like yeah. double paying a normal tattoo. Yeah. If there are if there are colors, it'll take a lot more time. Yeah. Oh, that like wide shading Reiki needle. Jesus oh fuck. Yeah. yeah, just Ooh. all over, all <laughs> over that dick. Yeah. So yeah, it's a nightmare, but it they welcome exist. Aboard. So, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> welcome well, aboard. Yeah. Welcome aboard, indeed, sir. Yeah. So anyway. Uh, um. Right. So yeah. it's. It's pretty impressive, especially because supposedly he got it in Murmansk. Right. It was like a drunk goof kind of situation. It was a drunk goof. It was, it was off after the, coast the Merman's of... Brush incident. Yeah, which... yeah. Which is uh, so, so Austin, of course, you got another submarine uh, thing, correct? Where he, like, had an incident where he, like, fucked everything up. And then, of course. During a dive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, this well, one happened in Murmansk, and then afterwards he ended up with a, a tattoo on his penis. But again, if he did it in Russia, mm, man, Russian tattoos, boys. I feel like Russian tattoos are the Outback Steakhouse of tattoos. Yeah, <laughs> certainly <laughs> they right. are. You you, you, you make your tat- tattoo ink out of urine and uh, oh. graphite, mostly. Do, they, do yeah. they serve you a blooming onion while it's happening? <laughs> They might as well. Well, I think Something the infection creates the blooming onion <laughs> oh, in this scenario. Your dick blooms like an onion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that makes sense. That makes that's sense. a harsh reality. All right, Lee, what you got? Oh, yeah, uh, the original. Uh, 6.5. It's fun. Sure, I like it. Sure, sure. Watch it. Yeah. Um, Austin, obviously, 10. What What are we talking about? <laughs> we don't even need to have a discussion about Fuck. this. You put in all that effort. There's references to fucking everything. It's true. And, and it's just, it was actually just a good story. Mm-hmm. So Plus all the whale sex. Yeah. Oh, yeah, shit. I forgot how many times. Yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> yeah, uh, great. Seth? Uh, yeah. Um, all right, for the original, I, this is a fun, frivolous, stupid movie, um, especially if you are willing to engage with the... Um, uh, submarine subgenre, mm-hmm. um, which is dark. <laughs> um, okay. But it's yeah. Um, but but you know it's it's fun. I think that like six point five is a good. Yeah, I would I would watch this if I am in any way into these kind of movies, which I am. So yeah, for sure. I yeah. like six point five doesn't quite denote that, but it's yeah, it's it's good. Yeah. Um, Austin, for your uh, boy, your whale sex leitmotif, <laughs> your uh, that was the the beginning, the the middle, and the end. Um, you had all the names. You had yeah 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 or you had so much sequest. <laughs> did, you, did you know that uh, that Mark Hamill and Michael York special guested on Sequest? I whoa did not. I didn't, but that, that makes but a lot of I, sense. I, I yeah, had no idea. That's quality. Hmm. And Doctor okay. Robert Ballard too, which like you know in Submarine World. Oh, that's Bob Bob good. Ballard was. Well, on that there. makes a lot yeah. of sense. Yeah. Sure, Shit. Sure. Wow. Um, that would have only been like three or four years after he first made it to the Titanic. Yeah, should be around then. Um, in the in the late nineties, absolutely. Uh, but regardless, Austin. Man, you hit all the tropes. You 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 basically described all of the 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 weird little things that happen in this movie without the plot. Um so you get an eight point six. Cool. Pretty um, good. Pretty good. It was very yeah. good submarine movie. Yep. 
Uh, OG, I honestly had no expectations going in. Um, and I think it's like a nearly perfect 90s movie. It It's this thing, it's the time period when we were like, you know, 10 or 11 or 12 or whatever. I did just watch started this to a like, lot as a child, yeah. Right, and it's just when you're starting to like form your sort of likes and dislikes and stuff. And I think like it takes me back to that period and that made me really like nostalgic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to go like a 7 even. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely watch this if it comes up. Um, yeah, you should watch it with Lee. It'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, awesome All listeners, movie. watch this with Lee. <laughs> Make an appointment. Yeah, uh, so do I need to start like a... a like a Twitch account? Uh, like... Only fans. Oh, okay. Monetize it. Might as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, point. yeah. I mean, you might you might even see a Lee boob. Hey. They don't... Oh, only fans. I was thinking Twitch. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Side boob yeah. or just full boob? Oh, full boob. The, the whole it depends on how much you're willing to pay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, mm. um, yeah Austin, the, the sheer amount of effort you put into this was staggering. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, you put a and lot And I think, yeah, you nailed all the stuff. Everybody said it. Uh, I'm going like a full 9-2 on this. Mm. Um, yeah, excellent job. Really good. Solid. So, yeah, handed win. You were up against like a pretty pretty tough one. It's a pretty uh, fun movie, it. but, yeah. man... I love a submarine. It's a movie. real, it's a, a real dark movie. horse of enjoyability. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, next week Seth will be doing the Constant Gardener. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a pretty famous movie, I think. So. Yeah. I mean. Wow. I. Uh, yeah. It's it's weird because I know this name so much, and I have literally no idea what happened in the movie. Yep. Don't say mm-hmm. anything. Don't Austin. say it, Austin. Yeah, don't I'm, say. It. I can see. Up. I can yeah. see your face. <laughs> I'm not going to ask it. Yeah. yeah. Well, let me ask you a question instead. Uh, see if see if my memory serves me correctly. Is it a real bummer? <laughs> he's uh, for for those at home. He's he's nodding, nodding yes, yes yeah. as though we weren't on a video call with Seth. <laughs> we Lee, you and I suspected this, uh, so yeah, I guess we'll have to strap in for that. I one. I really assume it's about Russian literature. So sure. The that. answer to my question. The answer to my question was yes. Mm. Okay. <laughs> good, good to know. Good to know. So stay tuned to find out yeah. what that question was. I guess <sighs> it's like Jeopardy. You give the oh no, it's the other way around. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right. All right. P. Alex Trebek. By the way. Yeah. Hmm. I liked him. So that's the cut, I guess. Uh... <laughs> oh. Yeah, I got it. I got <laughs> wow, that's a bummer. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I do I do love ending on that book. R.I.P. Oh, Alex Trebek no, and seven seconds of silence. <laughs> I don't I don't like that at all. Um well, too bad. Uh, uh No, you're it's done. It happened already. No, We're it done. hasn't. I haven't stopped. cut. Um um um, <laughs> okay. um 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 I was trying to dig it out. Watching. 